Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, DP, J Foreman, old school, the OG. Get my headphones on here. Let me keep them on. Anyways, uh, we've got a short segment here before uh, we hit the top of the hour, DP, and talk a little Husker talk. Obviously, big news is Logan Smothers. He's a Gamecock. You know, he's Jacksonville State. Gamecocks. Are they Gamecocks? Okay. (laughs) The only thing I remember is Jacksonville State beating Florida State on that last second uh, Hail Mary. The the fighting Gamecocks of Jacksonville State. big news. We're going to cover that. A little Husker talk at the top of the hour. But I want to ask you this, DP, since you're Utah Ute by, obviously, association. Yes, Um, yes, yes. I wanted to ask you who, in your opinion, Mm -hmm. okay, I have my opinion, Mm -hmm. is the most famous running back ever to play at the University of Utah. Dirty Bird. Oh, okay. You got it right off the top. You got it right <laughs> off Dirty the top. Dirty Bird. Look. I, oh, it, look. I was gonna say just because it's Jamal Anderson. It it ain't but it ain't it ain't What's the proper way to describe this? Me and Jamal know the same people. <laughs> well, I don't know if you really want to say that though. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Know we know the we know the we, we You know the same people. We know you the don't same, run with the same people. The, the, Jamal we know the same people. Circle. Some circles in Atlanta you might not want to roll with. I, 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 all of that factual. Right. But yeah. yeah. the reason why I wanted to ask, I, I mean, it would have been a good trivia question. Not really, because he's probably the, really the only real deal running back to come uh, out of there. My, my two, uh, Chris, my, my two, yeah. my father. That's who I was thinking next. Uh, no, uh, they had some dudes. They, they did, they, but they, the they, Buffalo drafted uh, – but he had small hands. He had fumbling problems. Yeah. They, they, They've they, had some guys, but Jamal Anderson yeah. – Kind of Mike Anderson up. from Mike the Bronco, Anderson, I was, the Broncos. I was gonna say him. He's, He's the U. third, but but Jamal Anderson burst onto the scene out of nowhere because he was yeah. a late draft pick. Yeah, hurt his first year. Then remember they tried to make Christensen their fullback, the running back, and they've had yep. a host of guys in there. And then once he started to kind of get on a run, obviously he had his dance right. And I saw you know they had you know as we get close to the NFL season. And college season, they start to play some old highlights, and they're talking about Jamal Anderson and, and had you know his runs and, and him doing the the dance, the Dirty Bird. And I remember it obviously because I went you know we went and saw them when they beat the Vikings when Miss Kick Gary Anderson Miss Kick sliced the thirty yard kick. Miss but Kick. It was funny. One year we were in Buffalo, and we weren't very good. We were down there playing, and Brandon Spoon, who was a linebacker from North Carolina, he was a rookie. I mean, I always say, man, I mean, he had the biggest arms in the world. I was like, dude, you just been doing arm curls since you've been like five. Like he woke up. I mean, his, yeah, <laughs> he veins, in the crib. veins everywhere. <laughs> I mean, he was built, you know, a big old dude. He could run. Uh, I tipped a pass. He picked it off. And I and I told him before the game, I was like, if one of us score, you've got to do the dirty break. Yeah. And Brandon was straight as an arrow. So he scored. <laughs> He thought I was giving him daps. I was over there doing the dirty, <laughs> the dirty bird. So like, yeah. I'm gonna do it for you, man. You know what I'm saying? So he got to take the ball. He running back to the sideline. I'm hitting the dirty bird up and doing all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you that just because Utah Utes are uh, they have they are under pressure this year though. DP, I mean they are under extreme are amount they? of oh yeah because listen, wouldn't you rather be them than Nebraska? Well, sure. Wouldn't you but, rather but, be them than no? Than, actually, than USC. Actually, well, well, here's why. When you're a team that's kind of always been under the radar and then 
you get better and better. Then you you know you beat up on USC in the season. You go yeah. to Washington and beat them, yeah. and then you're always in the pack. You know, twelve or whatever championship and you end up winning two Rose Bowls. That, that's that's great, right? Yeah, that's like people not the, every year they're just not picking you, but they they're like we should pick Utah, right? Now they're picking you. Now the expectations are high. So now the the, the loss that you have early in the season yeah. before you get rolling. Yeah. Is, is to a bigger magnitude. Like they lost to Florida last year. Now, would I rather be Nebraska? Well, Nebraska is only one way is up. Like, I would like, rather, like if you I win six wins be. at Nebraska, you, you, I'd rather be Nebraska because with the schedule and the way it goes, we can get to six to eight Utah wins. ain't got no – look, the questions – there's a whole – like I, I, I say this and I mean it because it's, it's, it's how I evaluate life. That if you want to know about a team, how many questions do you have about they it? They don't have a lot. And there are far more questions about Nebraska oh, than for there sure. is about Utah. And it doesn't matter if you're – think, Nebraska, you were in the elite category. Yeah, you got your head kicked in in a conference championship game, but you were in the – you got invited to the dance with a VIP ticket. And now you can't you can't but the buy your a, way. had a time frame on it. But, but, but you DP, can't buy your way into no, that no, now. No, no, no. But when you have not had – this type of national expectations. That means more people at the games, more interviews, more expectations. That's 93.7 the ticket. Right. Come on. Yeah, that's what we (laughs) like. Come on. Like, tell me. Tell me me this little station. It's a different realm than what they're used to. Jay, let them tell us that that little little station out in the middle of nowhere will never be relevant. Tell them that that little station on the end of the dial with a little transmitter, a little little tower, is never going to be important in Lincoln. Tell me that Hall of Famers don't want to walk in the door, not only want to walk the door, but ask to walk in the door and want to hang out and invite other Hall of Famers into the door. That's Utah. That's Utah. Right. We like, hope it, We hope it's Utah. Yeah, we hope. Yeah, we, here. Nebraska we're going to see, hopes. We're going to see here in 95 days what's up there in Utah. Because we, listen we, here. Nebraska hopes people, that a different. year from now, we talking, oh, boy, people got expectation about oh, yeah. Nebraska. Oh, yeah. For you sure. better hope for it. Feed it, me. Oh, yeah. But it's different. Feed. I'm going to tell you this. It's different. <laughs> it's, Austin. It's, it's, it's Austin. different <laughs> when you have never had this type of expectations. Yeah. And then when you got people in the conference, uh-huh. okay, it's different. Have, okay, if, if Utah had these expectations mm-hmm. and the Heisman winner wasn't at yeah. USC yeah. with all them defensive line maturing yep. and Oregon wasn't on the cusp yep. and Washington ain't looking for a rebound right. and just hope that Arizona, Arizona State just don't get don't out come there, up. come up and do something, yep. that's different. Versus like Nebraska is kind of like everybody's like, all right, we, they got to get to step A. Utah's expected to be New Year's Day Bowl – they should if they get past USC, you should be expecting this is the first time a Pac-12 team gets into the college football playoffs give me, before that expansion. Give me the expectation of greatness. Give me the standard of greatness. Give me the responsibility of greatness. Oh yeah. Like I don't need to I don't need to like I don't understand that lower level, hey, get me to, like that five hundred talk makes my skin crawl. Right. It makes my skin crawl. But I understand it until you got to know, where you're, you gotta know yeah. where you're at. Now, yeah. Utah's never been where they're at. Yeah. That's what's going to be different. Well, ask and, Alabama and, and, in the Sugar Bowl and, uh, and, and under actually, Urban, under right. Kyle Whittingham. But, that's, under, but DP, that's different. Yeah. You're surprising people. When you when you show up with the expectation, facing Alabama is different. It's kind of like Urban. It's like Urban was a surprise to Urban became Urban. Like right. Urban always knew he was Urban. Urban didn't care. Right. Kyle Whittingham went undefeated, didn't care. Right. 
Them dudes, like I need more of them dudes. I need less of the dudes to make excuses because they not five hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, but it, <laughs> but it, operating in those type of areas, is yeah, a boy. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Top of the hour, we're gonna talk a little Husker talk, a little college football talk because we are getting close. Ninety five days. I don't know who wore ninety five in Nebraska. Jason Peter before he switched to fifty five. So we'll do that. Ninety five days. Jason Peter days.